This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Megan, I have such exciting news. The award-winning podcast, Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls, is back with an all-new season. This time, you'll hear stories narrated by incredible women from the worlds of art, music, business, and sports about amazing immigrant women from all over the planet that have helped change the world in so many ways. I know! Ella and I love to listen, and this season we've been hearing stories about women, including Carmen Miranda, an acclaimed dancer and movie star from Brazil, Teresa Lee, an activist working to bring dreamers out of the shadows, and Noor Inayat Khan, a princess who became a spy. I love that you listen with Ella, and you know what? I listen with Oliver, too. Research shows that only 19% of children's books showcase women with jobs or career ambition. The Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls podcast is an amazing resource for parents of children of any gender to inspire, educate, and instill confidence in all little rebels everywhere. The new season started on September 15th. Catch up now with your little rebel. You can find the Goodnight Stories for Rebel Girls award-winning educational podcast on your favorite podcast player. It was a really transformative experience in gift giving in general. And we hope that this gift guide can be a little bit like that. Like it's small things and big things that we hope will send joy to whoever you buy them for. Welcome to Didn't I Just Feed You, a podcast about feeding kids. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Stacy. And this week's episode is very exciting. It is our 2020 holiday gift guide. As though gifts can help this year. (laughs) Okay, before we jump into the gifts, I want to remind you guys to please do not forget to subscribe right where you're listening. And if you find yourself with a minute or you're just feeling kind, leave us a rate and review. It makes us so happy. And also it helps other people find us. And we want as many people to listen as possible just because spread the love. Um, Okay. Gift guide. Such a weird year to be talking about this because gifts can't heal this crazy year, but they're nice. Um, but also like I just, you know, it's 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 stressful. It's stressful in the first place every year. But you know, we just like putting these together, we wanted to be mindful of the fact that I think everybody is watching their wallet this year. You know, it's harder to go shopping. It can be really stressful depending where you live. So I don't know. Like there we just we just tried our best because, you know, gifts are sweet and they do kind of cheer you up. I don't know. That's Have how we I feel ever done it. an episode where we've talked about what our love languages are? I feel like we've definitely talked about it on Instagram live. I don't but know I that wonder, we've done an episode, is, but why? What's yeah. your love language? No, my love languages are words of affirmation, and, which is why I love your ratings and reviews so much, <laughs> <laughs> and quality time. 
I am not a gift person. So I always struggle this time of year and I love gift guides, but I feel like you are an incredible gift giver. And so I wonder if gifts are one of your love languages. Yeah, they definitely are. And I don't know, you know, maybe it's, I wonder if it's related to the maximalist thing, but it really doesn't have to be fancy. It doesn't have to be big. It can be homemade. I love to shop. There you have it, people. That's the raw, (laughs) real me. It embarrasses me, but it is true. Like, I get a rush from shopping. And just the idea that, like, someone has sat there, either, like, thought about it and was like, oh, I'm going to take time to make this for her or write this for her. Even just a card, y'all. I don't know. Um, Or if you're out shopping and you see something and you're like, Oh, Stacy, you know, like my best friend who lives in LA, sometimes I'll just get random, like a little pin, you know, like for a purse or a jacket, like in the mail with just a note. Like I saw this and I thought of you and it just totally makes my day, my week, my everything. I have to tell you, I had such a transformative experience this fall when we sent our little gift to our listeners group. Yeah. Because... It's really easy to be like, oh, it's our listeners. Like it's this, these like thousands of people who listen to us every week and that are in our group. And like I connect with a few people in DMs or like in posts in the, in, in the Facebook group. But like having everyone's name and address and their the names of their kids and the ages of their kids, it was like so much more connected. And And I'm not a religious person, but I definitely felt like I was packaging each of the little envelopes being like, I just like hope that this family is do like sending them good vibes, like not yes. really preying on them, but preying on them. Just being like, I know we're going into a hard season for everyone. Yeah. Everyone's going to be at home. We're already seeing spikes in COVID cases. And like, I just hope that this family that spends time listening to us every week has like a good day when they receive this. And so it was a really transformative experience in gift giving in general. And we hope that this gift guide can be a little bit like that. Like it's small things and big things that we hope will send joy to whoever you buy them for. Totally. It's a heavy time of year after a heavy year. So, you know, we just hope that this, like you said, it just brings a little bit of joy for whatever holiday you're celebrating. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, what do holidays look like for you this year? Because you guys celebrate Hanukkah, but also Christmas. We don't really celebrate Hanukkah so much, but uh, why? (laughs) Um, My husband is... Very strongly identifies as Jewish. My kids definitely identify as half Jewish, but he was not raised religious, like at all, like didn't even have a bat mitzvah. And I'm sorry, I forget if it's bat or bar when you're a boy. I don't know why. Like I've been, I've gone to so many bat and bar mitzvahs over the year. It does not stick in my brain. So I apologize. So... I don't know. The kids identify strongly as Jewish for Isaac's 13th birthday. We were going to go to Israel because he also wasn't, you know, he didn't go to Hebrew school or anything like that. We're just not religious. And I used to when being a first generation Greek person, I like came into our marriage thinking like everybody just is like all about their, you know, cultural, ethnic, religious identity. Like if, if it's there for you and it exists, it's just like a very prominent part of your life because it was a prominent part of mine. Like no one would ever let me forget (laughs) that we were Greek and I was first generation American. And, and he was like, yeah, actually like, it's a very strong cultural pull for me, but it's not a religious pull. And I was like, I don't really understand. And like, I want for my kids what I had. So I would celebrate Hanukkah. I would celebrate Rosh Hashanah. Like I would try to put these holidays together. And it just reached a point where they were old enough to ask questions about the holidays. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, I don't know. Yeah. And he was like, I told you, lady, like, I don't really either. <laughs> I was like, okay. So we do like, we honor it. We actually do light a menorah because I know, I it's a fun little tradition. and latkes one season Yeah, at your house. we definitely like, we, like, doing we cook the together. foods. But, you know, yeah. it's not we don't do gifts at Hanukkah anymore because it just became like about gifts for the kids. And it just became way too much because because yeah. I grew up Christmas and I love going all out with decorations and, 
cinnamon buns and cookies and a cookie swap and you know, it just became too much. So we honor it. Like we have a lot of, we're friends with a lot of Jewish families. So if we can like celebrate Rosh Hashanah or Hanukkah, go to a Hanukkah party, you know, all the different high holy days, although Hanukkah is not a high holy day, but anyway, we do it. And it's part of the lexicon of our family, if that makes sense. But it's not like the big centerpiece. What about you guys? Okay. We're recording this pre-holidays. So I can say that what I hope to do this year is dismantle our tradition. I like it. Everybody's <laughs> leaning into tradition this year. You're going to dismantle it. I love okay. it. Talk to us I more. Know. Does, does that make me sound like an asshole? No. I, it's fine. Okay. I have always been a person who loves the holidays. And I love that there are traditions around the holidays, but especially in 2020, as we're all like becoming culturally aware of how much like the patriarchy is involved in why we do holidays and how many holidays are like culturally misrepresented. I have been inspired to like do a not Thanksgiving this year and really like spend the day educating my family, like still having a beautiful meal. Yes. Like we're also going to gather for Thanksgiving, but I'm not doing all the bullshit labor of like cooking a turkey and all the sides for just my nuclear family anyways. So why not like spend the day learning about why we have Thanksgiving and what it does and doesn't mean to our family? Yeah. So, you know, we started doing that several years ago. And also, I don't know if your school is on board with such things. I think that we might be out on the fringe of this. Yeah. But our school also, there's a lot of conversation around Thanksgiving and, you know, Columbus Day. We don't call it Columbus Day anymore. It's Indigenous People Day. And there's a lot of like heavy duty education around it. And it's really, I think, very important And I'm so happy for my kids and for your kids that from a young age, there's a dialogue around Thanksgiving, especially. Also, you know, Christmas is the like default winter holiday. Right. But there's so many other winter holidays. So many. They're beautiful. Like I'm jealous of Diwali. I want to do that. Yeah. And we've been talking about that in our family for a while, too, because of Hanukkah and because we have so many Jewish friends. But then also the problem is in America, like Hanukkah became I, you know, I mentioned off the cuff a few minutes ago that it's not a high holy day or a high holy holiday. But it's like to compete with Christmas, it became like you have to have gifts eight nights and it's become this big thing to, to give like push through to have representation like no we do we do buy stuff around the holidays too like please mark it to us and not just make it about the christmas trees and christmas decorations i know but then at the same time in trying to increase representation you're actually you're trying to be more like you know the dominant as opposed to trying to open space for difference you know what i mean it's all it's all assimilation So we have to get into gifts, but I think we both just want to acknowledge that, like, gifts can be for any winter holiday. Absolutely. And I want to write a permission slip to everyone this year, this year, any year. If you don't do it this year, maybe you do it next year to, like, really look at how you celebrate the holidays and every year and, like, examine, does that work for you? I think especially as, like, the primary parents and as women – we take on these things that we're like expected to do, but like maybe don't really matter in the end. And just because we're all home doesn't mean that you have to take on extra things. Two years ago, I quit sending holiday cards. We would spend $200 on cards, like little flat cards, totally. doing the Christmas pictures with Santa, which I actually love that tradition, but like addressing all like the time it took to send holiday cards and it brought me no joy. If holiday cards bring you joy, then please do that. But like, if you're doing stuff just because you feel like it's expected, I'd really love for you to examine that this year and like decide if it's worth your time and effort. And I want to build on that quickly as we dive into specific gift recommendations. 
We try to pick things that are evergreen. They work for birthdays. They work for any time of year. I said, even as someone for whom gift giving is a love language, giving and receiving, it really is about like, oh, I thought of you. And the problem with these winter holidays that, you know, emphasize gift giving is that you you lose that. Like, you just feel like everybody has to think of everybody and everybody's just yeah, like scrambling to get something. Yeah. So if some of this stuff, if you just don't want to spend the money right now, because boy, do we understand that? Or like you just, you know, it's not speaking to you at the moment. Like draw on this list all year round. If you see something that makes you think of your friend and like now's not the moment, bookmark it for their birthday. Or how amazing is it at the like in the middle of February when everybody's like, uh, where's spring? Like just to send somebody a little something like that's awesome. You joked on another episode that my birthday gift came several months late. My birthday gift from you, Megan. It was like the best <laughs> did, thing on a random day. I got this gift. It made me so happy. <laughs> <laughs> so use this list as you wish. Yes. And I also want to shout out our gift guide from last year. Yeah. I was just looking at it and I feel like there are still a lot of ideas in there that I would gift this year too. Totally. So we have like double resources. All right. Okay. I think before we dive into all of our gift recommendations, we should take a hot minute and acknowledge the gift that is our weekly sponsors. Yeah. So let's hear from them because they made this week's episode possible. An alarming number of today's kids leave home without knowing how to do their own laundry, use a debit card, or even address an envelope. And we know many of them don't know how to cook for themselves either. So parenting writer and Real Simple columnist Catherine Newman decided to help with her new book, How to Be a Person, 65 Hugely Useful, Super Important Skills to Learn Before You're Grown Up. Illustrated in full color, graphic novel style, How to Be a Person teaches kids 10 and up important skills that empower them to gain independence and to be helpful members of their families and communities. Okay, Megan, true story here. The book was released in May, right as I was hitting a breaking point with quarantine and remote school. I had asked my boys to clean their bathroom and ended up spending more time teaching them than it would have taken for me to just clean it myself. <laughs> Not to mention the fact that I had to reteach them the next time I asked them to clean the bathroom. I remember this and how hard I laughed when you told me that you <laughs> bought two copies of How to Be a Person. Yes, each one needed their own copy. And guess what? I've never had to teach them how to clean the bathroom again. Do they do a good job? Megan! <laughs> Catherine isn't a magician. <laughs> but her humorous writing pulled them in and encouraged them to learn new skills. And watching them do that during this challenging time has also reminded me that giving kids purpose and tools to succeed makes them feel happier and less bored in the end. Grab your copy of How to Be a Person, which makes a fantastic holiday gift wherever you purchase your books. And if you want an exclusive discount, check our show notes to buy your copy directly from Workman Publishing and get 20% off any purchase made before December 31st, 2020. Our families have adapted a lot this year, and with creative problem solving, we've discovered new ways to tackle life's day-to-day. -day. Now, we're doing the same through the holidays. In the same way that KiwiCo helped engage our kids through summer and at-home schooling, they're helping fill the holiday season with wonder and ease. Every month, KiwiCo delivers everything you need for hands-on science, art, and geography projects. And with crates available for kids of all ages, they make gift-giving easy for us grown-ups and being home seriously fun for kids during a holiday season that looks different. Each KiwiCo crate is an experience that sparks discovery. When a robot walks, a rocket launches, and a heart beats into a stethoscope that they built, these are magical moments that inspire a lifetime of curiosity and learning. Plus, there's no commitment, so you can pause or cancel at any time, making KiwiCo the no-brainer holiday gift of the year. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with the code D-I-J-F-Y. That's 50% off your first month for every purchase made in November and December at kiwico.com. promo code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. 
Okay, Billis, pressure's on because you are the gift guru. (laughs) (laughs) The chicken lady and the gift guru. I know that actually you have like a really special gift to tell us about. Well, I think everybody deserves a copy of Winner, Winner, Chicken Dinner. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I actually think if you have somebody, I'm biased, obviously. Um, if you have somebody who needs like daily inspiration, who loves to cook, who loves just fun, playful cookbooks, Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It's super useful. It's super fun. It's super affordable. If giving a cookbook feels weird to you, that might be one of those good, like, random time of the year gifts. You can always pair it with, like, a Dutch oven or poultry shears or seasoning. One of the items on our list this year is anything, pretty much, from Jacobson Sea Salt Company. Pairing that with like a roasting pan or a Dutch oven and a cookbook, like winner, winner, chicken dinner, is an awesome gift that feels special. So I'm going to start off with that, obviously. And then the next thing I'm going to go to, because let's have a gift, let's kick things off with a gift that represents each of us, fancy sprinkles. Fancy sprinkles. We love them. You love them. Yeah, and they were so kind to us in helping us send out our Halloween gift. They are delicious. I can't, like, I feel really strongly that a lot of sprinkles actually are gross. <laughs> like, grocery you. store sprinkles don't taste good because they're mostly wax, which makes them cheaper. So fancy sprinkles, I just am just want you to know they not only look beautiful, but they're actually incredibly tasty too. And they have these great gift boxes or just put together your own or just grab a couple of jars of them. They are so fun and they do really feel special. Like these aren't just regular jimmies. I also want to point out that Fancy Sprinkles makes a couple of sweatshirts that I think are so fun. One says buttercream, one just says ganache. And Megan owns a buttercream one and claims. Yes. Speaking of birthday gifts that came, well, yours came early for me (laughs) and it's one of the fancy sprinkle sweatshirts. I wear it all the time. And I just want you guys to know that it's super, super soft because, you know, sometimes if you're buying like sweatshirts online, you you can't know. You can look and be like, it could be soft, but it's so soft and cozy. So great, great gift idea. Um, okay, I want to stick with clothes for a second. So cool. you guys might have seen on our Instagram that I've worn a t-shirt uh, that says Kabocha Squash the Patriarchy. That is <laughs> That was a collaboration between a food blogger and a woman named Katie Kimmel. And we're going to have all our links, so don't worry about like remembering brands and stuff. Katie has a bunch of t-shirts, sweatshirts, and even little kids onesies that are so cute that just have like food sayings on them. Um, one just says mozzarella sticks in like rainbow multicolored letters that like I'm obsessed with because who doesn't need a sweatshirt that says mozzarella sticks? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> honestly, maybe, maybe vegans. They might be the only ones. Oh, yeah. And then I bet there's All something right. else on Katie Kimmel for them. I'm sure there is. There's right? also a T-shirt that literally says, OK, I need to pull it up because it is so hilarious. It says something like there's one that says linguine and clams. There's one that says hamburger and soda. One that just says butter noodle. Steak Diane is a really good one. Um, chicken parm is another good one. OK, but this is my favorite. I ate a dog treat and it was just OK. I think that's hilarious because I have to tell you that recently my 11-year-old came out onto the deck where Mike and I were sitting and he was giggling and I was like, what's up? And he was like, I ate one of Ziggy's treats. (laughs) He was like, I looked at the label. It was all normal stuff. So I just tried it. It was just okay. Literally, he said those words. So I need to get him that t-shirt. I can't deal with how much I love that. So Uncommon Goods is a place that I like to go sometimes. Uh, It has like a huge price range variance, which I like. And I found their custom message shortbread cookies, which I thought were really cute. 
Yeah, they are really cute. Yeah, right? So, like, that's it's a little bit of a splurge, $38 for cookies, but you can put your own little message. So if that speaks to you, especially if you don't, if one of the traditions you want to blow up this year is making holiday cookies, <laughs> then you can just buy them. <laughs> um, okay, this is something that I think is hilarious. So I was thinking that it might be fun to get a sushi making kit for somebody. And this could be for an older kid too. And as I was researching them, I found the sushi bazooka. Have you seen this? No. Let me click on this link though right now. OMG. So you can get just the sushi bazooka, like if you just want that. Or you can get We're going to link to a whole sushi making kit, which comes with the bamboo mats and a knife and all this stuff. But basically, (laughs) sushi bazooka is like the best thing I've ever seen. It definitely has a like sold on TV kind of vibe to it. But it's just like... Also, I want to make so many inappropriate jokes. (laughs) I hope everyone has gone to denytostudy.com and clicked on the sushi bazooka link while we're talking about this. (laughs) Okay, continue. So I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there. We have a lot of gifts to power through. You need to go. You need to watch the video of how it works. It is hilarious and useful. That's what I'm going to say about it. They have a spelling error in their (laughs) infographic. I'm screenshotting it now so we can all enjoy this later, you guys. OMG. Okay. William Sonoma has a partnership with the one and only Dolly Parton. And they have a baking collection. And I'm here for everything on it. I can't deal. Anything from, I will buy everything with Dolly for life. Like she's an icon. You guys, Dolly Parton baking. So they're, instead of like a gingerbread house, they have a, it's a log cabin. I can't, I can't. I love it so much. I mean, yeah. No, we have to have that. Apron, cookie cutouts, whatever. Right now. Okay. So we were talking about Hanukkah. You know, there's all the advent calendars. But if you want to just count down the eight nights of Hanukkah at Food 52, Sugar Fina, they have a partnership. You can't get it directly from Sugar Fina, which is another great place for gifts. But they have a countdown to Hanukkah advent calendar thing. And while we're at Food 52, I am going to tell you, this sounds like a weird gift. It's one of my favorite things in my kitchen, a French ceramic butter keeper. We're going to link to the one that I own. But if you don't love that one or it feels pricey, go to Amazon. There are so, so, so many options. And it's the best thing. It's basically giving people the gift of being able to have soft butter on hand at all times. So you win any gift here, giving here. contest. We, I think we linked to a, an Amazon one last year in the gift guide too. So we'll link to that one again because I have a it will less forever be on the list. Amazon purchase. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, Megan, I think you should talk to this because we both love the idea of giving a cake stand for a gift. Yeah. Because it's something that you might not buy for yourself. So their American heirloom It makes really beautiful ones at all different sizes, even a cupcake one. But I'm sure you have lots to say about. Oh, I actually love American Heirloom. They are based in the South. It's a woman-owned company, and their cake stands are incredibly beautiful and super durable. And I just want to say that a cake stand doesn't have to just be a gift for the baker in your life because a cake stand is also very useful as a serving vessel for cookies in the afternoon. Or I honestly like seasonally swap out my fruit bowl for cake stands or like put my fruit bowl on a cake stand so I can have smaller bowls of like onions and potatoes underneath it. So it's actually like a really useful organizational tool in the kitchen and it doesn't hurt if it looks beautiful too. Yeah. And you know what else for the entertainers? Like if you've ever done a big table spread, it helps create elevation and different levels. You know, when everything's all on the same level, it can just feel like the table's overwhelming. So a cake stand is also beautiful for like, you know, putting a vegetable higher up or maybe like a centerpiece, the flowers so that you can have food underneath it. So I, I agree with you a hundred percent. Okay, 
we talked about Hanukkah. I'm going to come back to Hanukkah again because I don't know how I found this on Etsy. But there are funny Hanukkah wine labels that I thought were pretty <laughs> hilarious that you can Wait, just like go. what is funny about them? I, they just like say funny things and you can put them on a bottle of wine. Like one says, oh. um, like, let's get shamashed. <laughs> Like another one says, like naughty, nice Jewish, you know, like playing on the yeah. whole Christmas thing. Okay. But how great is this idea in general that you can buy a bottle of wine? You can actually get a great deal on like a case of wine and then buy one of these Etsy labels and give that as gifts to like neighbors and stuff. It's like a really easy way to gift a lot of people. Totally. And we're going to talk more about wine in a little bit because we have a bunch of black owned wine labels that we want to encourage you to look into also. But just one more thing on our like fun stuff list. I, you guys might know her. She's really popular on Instagram. Emily McDowell. She does these like very funny tongue in cheek feminist like affirmative sayings. And it's like very beautifully designed. She has cards. She has tea towels. But her mugs are adorable. They're 15 bucks. You know, like, give me a refill. The patriarchy isn't going to fight itself. Or <laughs> it is the new hustle, which I'm really feeling these days. <laughs> yes. I'm a grown lady and I do what I want. There's just really, like, good, funny, irreverent mugs there. And who doesn't need another coffee mug? We, I feel like we can't keep ours clean. You know what I mean? Everyone's using them for everything this time of year. Always. Okay, Stacey, let's jump in with what people really want from us, which are food gift ideas. I love food gifts. So, okay, we're going to be talking about homemade food gifts at some point this season. Do not worry. But it's always nice to get a little, like, delicious something, right? Right. And, like, I think there's value in homemade gifts and store-bought gifts when it comes to food. Because you can gift, like, cool ingredients to your friends that they can use to make, like, delicious meals for weeks and months on end. And then the homemade food gifts are kind of like a small bite you get to enjoy right away. Yes. All right. So. Tea is one of my new favorite discoveries of quarantine. They are a tea company, Black women-owned, but one of the things they make that is my favorite and the coolest are Lux sugar cubes. Ha! <laughs> How cool is this? So they basically flavor sugar cubes. Some actually have spices on them. Some have edible flowers on them. They have a pumpkin spice latte kit. They have a hot cocoa kit. They have an instant champagne cocktail kit. So this is both for alcoholic drinks and non-alcoholic drinks. But you know when you just put like the one cube and then add either booze or warmed milk or something like that? That is what you do with these salted caramel sugar cubes, rose sugar cubes. I mean, it's just kind of genius, to be honest. I'm obsessed with these. I put these in my cart so fast. Yes, they're so great. Not even for a gift, but like the cocktails that you can make with these are just going to be so, so delicious. So speaking of sweeteners, (laughs) that's the vibe, I guess. Bushwick Kitchen makes something called coffee maple syrup. I always have a bottle in my pantry. I love this stuff. It's exactly what it sounds like. It's coffee-infused maple syrup, and it is so freaking delicious. Like, the best, best way to eat it is just on plain yogurt or really vanilla ice cream. It is so delicious. I love this stuff. is Bushwick Kitchen the site you recommended last year for their hot honey? Yes, so they do. Mike's Hot Honey is, like, the very popular one. But Bushwick Kitchen also does hot honey that I have, too. Yes, that's really good. Brooklyn-based company. So there you go. Another Brooklyn-based company, Trade Street Jams. We love Trade Street Jams. I don't know if you saw that we... (laughs) Okay, so Ashley is the owner of Trade Street Jams. She had, she released like a few months ago, like a month and a half ago, her Cranberry Sage Seasonal it's already gone, guys. Sorry, but all the other stuff is just <laughs> as delicious. But I saw, I got the email. I'm on the email list, and Oliver is obsessed with her jams and was like, 
order it right now. So I ordered three jars. He finished the first jar in two days. And I texted Ashley because she's also in Brooklyn and I do pick up instead of having it shipped to me. And I texted her and I was like, this is gone. Like one jar is already gone. And she was like, that is so crazy. <laughs> her jams are delicious. They're low sugar, they're vegan, and they are just like the loveliest combinations. I know you're a huge fan of the smoked peach. Yes, I love the smoked peach for like brushing on grilled and roasted pork. Ashley is actually a friend of my sister-in-law, which is how I was introduced to her and her amazing jams. I also think that like the sugar cubes, they make an excellent cocktail mixer. So like you could give a gift of her rose plum jam and like a, bo- a bottle of wine because you could make like a lovely little sangria or wine cocktail that way or with a bottle of gin. And like that's the cocktail right there with a little soda water. So you've given your friends a gift of of alcohol every afternoon. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Love uh, it. Okay. okay, what else? All right, so let's move from sipping gin to sipping tea. Adjourn Tea House is another tea company that we love. They make these beautiful, luxe, delicious, lush, loose teas. Okay. Their Afro Blue is so delicious. It has whole cardamom pods and Mm. also blue butterfly pea flowers, which make the most gorgeous color. It is so delicious, and I don't know, it just feels so, like, luxurious. I feel like I'm at, like, a fancy something or other every time I sip on one of their teas. But they have tons of flavors, love freeze. I also love their names. Sunday Morning, Home Sweet has, like, dried apple, carrots, ginger. So these are just inventive flavors, beautiful, loose teas. And, you know, tea is a really great gift. I saw a very funny meme recently. That was like my excitement level at the thought of drinking tea is like up here. I don't know what the meme was. It was like at 100, my excitement level when I'm actually drinking tea is like two, which I thought was very, very funny because I kind of can relate to that. Yeah, I can kind of relate to that. But so if you have a tea lover or someone who thinks they love the idea of tea, I think giving them a tea that's also looks beautiful and like really hits all the senses is, I don't know, just feels extra special. And I think Adjourn's teas fit the bill. Yes. I am, as a tea drinker, I say tea always makes a good gift. Like you can't go wrong. Okay. Gosh, we're lots of drinks on this year's gift guide. House, H-A-U-S. It sounds like house. It's not. And it is a... Low ABV aperitif that comes in the most beautiful packaging. It's an opaque white uh, bottle. They come in several flavors. Bitter clove is made with like the whiskey lover in mind. Citrus flower is what they call a California take on the aperitif with crisp lemon and elderflower, which, you know, I roll my eyes as I read it. And then in the next breath, I'm like, ooh, that sounds so good. I want that. I want all, th- <laughs> I want all three of their flavors. <laughs> and then they have a rose rosé aperitif. And the owners, actually, one of them comes from a winemaking family. And the other one, it's a really interesting story, like spent a lot of time in Europe and like realized that in Europe, there's a lot of low ABV drinking, right? Like aperitif before dinner drinks, after dinner drinks. And it's like this kind of sustained drinking and eating like slower culture around like food and drinking that is not really the way we approach it here in the United States. But maybe we should, which but is maybe why we, we had a whole episode about low alcohol cocktails for yeah. back to school. Yeah. And so this is just made with like herbs and spices and, you know, it does have some alcohol in it, but it's just something you can kind of sip all night long or before or after a dinner. And I love it. It's just, I don't know, honestly, it's just kind of sexy. That's what I'm yeah, going to say about I it. I want to say, and this will lead into what I know is your next suggestion, is that their branding reminds me very much of Brightland olive oil, like the white bottle with the beautiful print on it. And it would make 
this would make such a lovely gift for your friend who maybe like lives in the neighborhood and you can each have a bottle and have like a Zoom happy hour. Yes. Yeah. Such a good idea. Okay. Can we talk about Brightland olive oil since I mentioned it? Because yeah, I mean, I'm I have obsessed. One of their collections on my wish list, which is like a smaller bottle of two of their olive oils and their two new vinegars. And they just look so good. If you've never tried that olive oil before, it's definitely like a splurgy finishing olive oil that you would like put over a salad or even on top of like roasted veggies just before you serve it. I have not tried their vinegars yet. Have you, Stacey? I have. I have tried not the balsamic, but I've tried the champagne vinegar. And my my 11-year-old is a vinegar lover. He loves like pickles and capers and all that tart stuff. He literally tried to eat a spoonful of it. <laughs> it's so good. What do it's, you mean try? Like it didn't go well? Well, no, because I was like, then you were like, nice hey, vinegar. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> that shit's expensive. Back up from the counter, child. Yeah. <sighs> <laughs> but I have to tell you, it's it has all the acidity of champagne vinegar. Obviously, it's vinegar. That's what you want from it, acidity. But I cannot explain that it is also soft and has a sweetness to it that is unlike any vinegar I've ever tried before. Yeah. It's beautiful. Okay. So I, well, I'm you know, ordering this for myself right now then. Did you know that I'm not a huge fan of balsamic in general? I think we've talked about this before, before and I feel the same way where it's like it's just too like it's overbearing. Yeah, right? Yes. I do love a good balsamic reduction, like if you're going right. to drizzle it over something. Anyway, I'm very curious to try the balsamic because given the champagne vinegar and how it hits all the marks, but at the same time manages to taste so different than any other champagne vinegar I've tried, I feel like if the balsamic does the same, I'm going to be, I'm going to be into it. Yeah. It's going to be your go-to. My go-to. Oh, and I'm going to make a little recommendation here. They also sell spouts, and the spouts are gold, and they look beautiful in the bottle. And I have to tell you that I was like, mm, I don't need to spend money on a spout. But I just did, and and I put the spout into my olive oil bottle, and I leave it on the counter, and it's really reminded me to use it as a finishing oil. Like, I feel like I... Use it more in the right ways by making that weird little behavior change of putting the spout and having it ready to go and come out in a perfect drizzle. So I use my, you know, supermarket olive oil or neutral oil to cook, and then I just grab it at the end and finish things. And there's something about the fact that the spout is gold. I cannot explain to you. I mean, it's brass. <laughs> it's not real gold. That like really, like, I don't know. It's yeah. sexy again. It's sexy. And you know what? God darn it. We need to make our kitchen sexy again. We spend way too much time in there for it to not be a sexy little space. And I know. Have, like these I sexy little a, things. I wish it was a different word besides sexy, though, because I think that that can be like off-putting for some people. Oh, really? <laughs> just, just in the way, you know, sex is very taboo. So to even talk oh. about making our family kitchen sexy, Stacey. Oh, I, I can't stop saying away. the word. I'm like, it's the perfect word. I know, but I know what you mean, though. There's something <laughs> like super appealing and satisfying and cozy about like having something beautiful in your kitchen. So I, I know what Glam? you mean. Glam? Obviously, no. that means glam is sexy I mean, to me, but... Yeah. <laughs> Let's just stick with sexy. I think it's okay Fine. for now. But I wanted to say, I feel surprised that you have... You don't have other spouts in your kitchen. You know you can buy, like, I the do. stainless steel ones in, like, a five-pack at the restaurant supply store, even, I think, Target... And they sell them as, like, for cocktails. But, you know, so you could put them on, like, your um, bottles of liquor. But they work really well for olive oil and vinegar, like, the things you use on, a, on the daily. So you're not having to, like, with your dirty cooking hand, unscrew the cap from your olive oil bottle. Very Stocking handy. stuffer if you celebrate Christmas. Otherwise, that, a great Billis. little, for another holiday, great little, like, or little, like little something. You know, some people, and I don't know how we'll do that. People will do that in COVID times. But some people do those, like, favorite things parties where they get yeah. together with, like, five girlfriends and they swap their favorite things. So even those, like, bottle toppers would be a great gift for that. Okay. So 
I hope I'm pronouncing this right. Kawa. 1893. We'll have a link to it. It's K-A-H-A-W-A. It is a coffee company that gets beans direct from source. So they literally work directly with farmers. They have a whole program around empowering women in general, women farmers, women growers, and they are committed to transparency, which, you know, for crops like coffee and chocolate are actually like a pretty big deal. So this is direct from Kenya, coffee, delicious. You can get a subscription for the coffee lover in your life, monthly coffee. I mean, who's going to be mad at that? I have to tell you, yeah, we started getting um, a weekly coffee subscription from our local coffee shop slash roaster that we love at the beginning of quarantine. And we haven't stopped. I, this is going to sound crazy, but it is like, one of the best things I've done for my marriage this year. <laughs> That's amazing. Tell because us. Brian is like really, his morning cup of coffee is like, what is the word? It's like religious to him. Like it is his daily ritual. If he doesn't have his coffee and it's not, he doesn't get to drink it hot. It kind of like ruins his whole day. And we ran into a couple like grocery orders at the beginning of quarantine where like they, they, they couldn't find the coffee beans we said we wanted. And so sometimes they just didn't even replace them, et cetera, et cetera. And I was like, we have to stop. Like, I let's let's fix this. And so now we get coffee beans every week and they're fresh. And he gets to all like there's no stu- there's no chance that we run out of coffee beans. So he can always have his morning ritual of coffee. And like he doesn't say it, but I think he's really excited when he like sees the delivery pull up because he goes hey, out there right see? after they drop it off and gets it and like unpackages it. So any kind of coffee subscription, I think, is is really great, even yes. if you keep it local. And I have to tell yeah. you that for this company, they also have an option where you can send a tip to the grower which I oh, love. that's really cool. Yes. That's really I think it's cool. really cool. Yes. It's a really cool company. You know, even if you decide to go more local, uh, I would check them out and share yeah. with your favorite coffee lovers. Okay. This is such a gimme, but whatever. There's no way we were not going to include Salt and Straw Pints Club, as in ice cream pints. So for those of you who aren't familiar with Salt and Straw, it is a very popular ice cream company. Started in Portland, Oregon, I believe, but now it's up and down the West Coast. And they make very interesting flavors and delicious. I actually took a tour of where they actually make the ice cream in Portland a couple of years ago and got the ice cream that came right out of the ice cream maker. It was delicious. So, you know, if you have an ice cream lover, why not give them ice cream? Yeah, I I would be happy about that. Okay, I have an absurd one now. (laughs) I can't even believe you put this on the list. Okay, you know why? Because my shipment is coming. I ordered this for myself. (laughs) I literally got an email this morning that said, your fruit is on the way. Okay. You tell guys, us, tell us more. this is like everything that's wrong with the food world. Everything that's wrong with the food and world. And yet you gifted yourself. And yet one. I gifted myself. It's like weirdly, like who even knows how they created this? It's an Instagram sensation, which is obnoxious. And I fell for it. Hook, line, and sinker. You're like, yes, sell that to me. I sell am the target that demographic. To me. <laughs> Pink pineapples. <laughs> That's right. There is a new trademarked pink glow pineapple. It's described as being incredibly juicy and having a cotton candy finish. Listen, it's like I said, I fully admit it's everything gross about like our food industry. And I went there. It's like, what's the word I'm looking for? Not manufactured, uh, engineered by one of the big pineapple companies. And it's beautiful. And I want a pink pina colada. I just do. So I ordered this for myself. You can order. We'll have the link. (laughs) You can order a crate of pink pineapples for your favorite fruit-loving friend for a mere $50. And yes, I'm being sarcastic when I say mere. Okay, but you only get one, right? Uh, You know, I don't even know. I bought it so fast. I was like, ooh, I want that. I'll tell you. I'll go on to our Instagram and I will share. I don't think you get just one. 
Well, this site that you found, the Tropical Fruit Box, also has other crates of delicious tropical fruits. And so if you don't want to spend $50 on one pink pineapple to make one (laughs) pink pina colada, you could choose something else. Because isn't a pineapple like the symbol of hospitality? It is. And so it's like often given as a gift, especially around the holidays, many, many years ago, like a decade ago, when Brian and I first started living together, we had a neighbor who gave pineapples to everyone in the neighborhood as a Christmas gift. And it was just like really kind of lovely and sweet. Like, I don't buy a pineapple for myself very often for some reason. And I, they they were always really good. So I love this, the general idea of like gifting fruit, especially tropical fruit in the dead of winter. It doesn't have to be just a pink, just, just one pink pineapple. (laughs) I'm so excited for my pink pineapple. I'm going to savor it and I'm not going to let my children eat it. And I have to tell you, though, just like side note, because you're right, there are other, you know, we're going to link to Tropical Fruit Box. Melissa's Produce is a big one um, and they're selling it as well. But I do have to say that in the middle of winter, if you live in a place where there are just literally apples, pears and oranges, which is like us. I mean, you know, obviously we can get our hands on blueberries and strawberries, but they're nasty and hard and whatever. Getting a box of like tropical fruit is really, really fun and gets my kids excited. I mean, that's how we, my kids love mango. My kids love star fruit. It's just a splurge. So, you know, and it's even expensive when it's available at the supermarket. So if you want to treat somebody and you're willing to pay ridiculous prices for a little bit of fruit, I think it's a really fun gift that can really brighten someone's day. Yes. Yes. Let's talk about wine. So, you know, what we're going to do is link to an article about how you can support vineyards that have been impacted by the different fires that happened on the West Coast earlier. There's one in particular that we were going to mention, Brown Estate. It's also a Black-owned vineyard. Abbey Creek Vineyard is another one. Just consider if you're going to buy wine, you know, it's easiest, obviously, just to go to your local store and buy whatever's affordable and good and recommended. But, you know, I do think that there are a couple of ways to think about how you can support the wine industry in a way that feels good also. Um, there's actually been a big hubbub around the wine and cocktail industry. I don't know, Megan, did you see this? Yeah. Where like one of the like master sommelier organizations has just been accused of being like rife with misogyny and I don't know. I didn't really look into the details. Yeah. But it's definitely a an industry that is um, not very diverse. Right. It hasn't been like historically. And that's very problematic. Yeah. So when you buy wine, thinking about women owned or run vineyards, black owned or run vineyards, and then again, thinking about how you can support maybe smaller independent vineyards that have been impacted by fires is, I think, worth doing the research this year. Yeah. Very cool. We'll link to all of that. One more. Hot sauce. (laughs) Love hot sauce. Okay. You have, do you have a hot sauce that you want to recommend? You know, I love trying new hot sauces and so does Mike. He's really into hot sauce. So we found Fuego Box. Okay. Which are craft small batch hot sauce delivered to your doorstep. And I think that makes like a really nice gift. But do you have one in particular that you want to recommend? You saying that reminded me that when you guys were upstate this summer, we did a live where you got you and Mike were like showing us all the hot local hot sauces that you bought. And like you guys were doing a taste test that night or had been doing a taste test. And I just think that's like a really fun, close family idea. Like if you all love hot sauce to get a couple and do like a taste test on wings, your own version of that show, Hot Ones, I think would be really <laughs> fun at home. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So Fuego Fuego basically sources independent small batch hot sauce makers. Yeah. So you're going to get, it's not just, it's not their label. It's all different. And you can get like a three bottle monthly subscription, barrel aged hot hive and black reaper salt. Oh, oh a mystery yeah. crate where you just get surprised. Yeah. So there's a yeah. lot of cool stuff there. For the That's hot really sauce fun. Lover. 
I will say our guest we had for Pride, Jesse Shevchek, he came and talked about his book, Pride. He turned me on to Shaquanda yes. hot sauce, which I think his name is Andre. And those hot sauces are incredible. Also, from Thrive Market, I really like Yellowbird hot sauce. And that's like a really nice, like, I might even order a case of that to give as like neighbor gifts or something because it's like a nice price point. It's not too expensive and it's kind of mild and delicious on everything. So those are my, those are my two hot sauce recommendations. All right. Food gifts for kids. And food themed gifts. Okay. Oh, I like, I like that. Um, I feel like you're so good at finding these. Do I not give enough food gifts to the people I love in my life? Like that are (laughs) kids? But you know what? You have last year's food gift guide in this one to help you remedy <laughs> that. Me. You I, and everybody who's listening. I will say, and this is outside of the ad that they're paying us for, that KiwiCo has been one of my favorite gifts to give this year, especially to like my nieces and nephews who live far away and we're not going to go and visit. And they have such like a good range of kids that I'm able to give them to like my little nieces and nephews and my older nieces and nephews and feel really good about it. I agree. I'm not going to repeat our ad because we actually script <laughs> those ads ourselves. We truly do. Like that's our right. Yeah. We don't take we don't take scripts from brands. We just don't do that. But it's true, especially this year, like Christmas break, being home more. I mean, there are even crates for my 13-year-old. And he's, like, not easy. And I was thinking you could also get a bunch of kids in the family the same crate because you can shop there a la carte. that's so cute. And have them get on Zoom together, like, you know, I don't know, the afternoon before your holiday, whatever holiday you're celebrating, while you're cooking and have all the kids, like, do a project together. And then, you know, break tea. Yeah. So, yes, fully endorse that. Also, they have some food stuff, too. They have some food kits. Yeah, they Crates, do. The, the, I know for a fact, like the sourdough bread one, I was like, ooh, would yeah, I be right? into that? Would she so finally cool. bake bread with me? Okay. All right. Give us like I'm gonna power five, through. Be, five or six or seven because we've got, we have given a lot of gift suggestions. We have a really robust list that will live on didntijustfeedyou.com. Um, but we don't want to, you know, bore Megan, you. And I so I about... so appreciate you trying to manage me, but I'm going to power through as many as I can here. Thank you very <laughs> okay. much. Okay. Um, boba bubble tea kit. So fun. Make bubble tea. Have them make bubble tea. You guys. I don't know. My kids would love that. They love bubble tea and they can make it themselves. And also, like, who doesn't want to get those bubbles and like have them separate? You know, when you go to the bubble tea place and you watch them make it, my kids are always like, wait, like. What are those? I mean, we know it's tapioca, but they get to play with it themselves. Okay, this is silly, but Oliver's super into the Mandalorian. Uh, I was thinking of getting him a Baby Yoda waffle iron. (laughs) I don't think that's silly at all. I think it's incredibly sweet. And since we already know that he loves to make pancakes, I feel like a waffle iron is a natural evolution. And I have to tell you, there's so many different Star Wars waffle irons, but a lot of them come really small and make an individual waffle and are really manageable for kids uh, who are already using kitchen appliances. Okay. We have in the past recommended knives for your kids because that's how we roll. (laughs) If you're actually thinking of taking us up on it this year, you might also want to pair it with a kid's cut resistant gloves. So these are basically gloves that resist a knife. And especially if you're getting a kid knife that isn't going to be quite as sharp, this protects their little fingers. Okay. I love like this baby cakes, mini cake pop maker. Yes. It's like a waffle iron, but it makes cake pops. Hello. I, feel like I really don't you need have to recommended more. a cake pop maker in so many like gifts idea episodes we're like what should what like what are things you can take for classroom treats oh cake pops cake i love pops. it and then the kids can make it themselves um okay this was really cool i found an edible candy food chemistry kit that i think is really fun because we always talk about like the intersection of food and science like this really brings it together and around candy so your kid will be engaged for sure I want this as I know, our resident candy so freak. Fun. I'm like, I w- yes, I do want to make all my own candy, please. And then speaking of candy, I think cotton candy's gross, but I think that if my kids had a cotton candy maker, they would be the happiest children on earth. Uh, listen, I bought a cheap cotton candy maker years ago off of Amazon. 
And by cheap, I just mean like I didn't buy a full like stand-up cotton candy machine. I just bought a tabletop one. I have used it so many times. Really? Like for birthday party. Yeah, for birthday parties or like now that we're not doing like as many parties because of COVID, like doing a themed night where you make like take peppermint candies and make like peppermint cotton candy and have hot chocolate is it is so it's such a fun fun thing to have and my kids go gaga every time I bring it out yes to this yay 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 I skipped a Star Wars thing so I want to just go back for a second if you have a Star Wars fan William Sonoma has a Star Wars gift crate right now and I believe it comes with like cookie cutters and like all like a spatula that is Star Wars so that's another great Star Wars fan gift all right so now we're gonna go from candy to growing things. <laughs> the opposite <laughs> end of the spectrum. Arrow Garden has a ton of very cool growing containers where you can grow herbs and lettuces, but they have really small ones. There are sunlight lamps built in, and it's just a really fun, easy way for kids to grow their own food. Again, encourage them to try something new. Let's do one, one more Baked by Melissa. Have you seen these, Megan? These no. cupcakes. So it's a New York City company, but they ship nationwide and they make tiny cupcakes. They're usually very brightly colored and fun. And right now they have available a gift kit that just says, You're doing great. Oh, I want that. And Can I just that love me? that. <laughs> I just love that. It's literally, you know, I don't know, like 24 bite sized cupcakes. They have flavors like cookies and cream, peanut butter and jelly, chocolate chip pancake, wrapped in a box that says you're doing great with a rainbow. And I think we all need that. This is so freaking cute. I just clicked through the link and it is, I can't understand how great would this be for a holiday party to send to one? Like if you're, if you can't be there in person, but also for kids, I might order this for Ella for her birthday. Yeah, it's so cute. So cute. Okay. We can't end without talking about giving. I just feel like this year, there's been a lot of reflection, a lot of thinking about like what really matters during this holiday season. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around and I'm feeling very lucky and privileged. And I don't know that everybody in my family needs more new stuff. Right. So we are thinking of giving a donation to fight hunger. There are a couple of different options. The top three are that I'm aware of. And Megan, I'd love to hear from you. These are more national and international. They're not local to me. No Kid Hungry, Feeding America, and my favorite, World Central Kitchen, which is an organization that we've written about in our newsletters um, that's really focused on going to where people are hurting most, whether disaster hit hardest by COVID and making sure that people who are going hungry in those areas have food. Yes. I love this idea and I love that we're linking to national organizations. I will just share that there was a point in my childhood where my mom depended on other people giving around the holidays to make Christmas happen for us. I have very like distinct memories of being gifted gifts from other people and it makes a really big difference. So even if you don't give on a national level, if there's something you can do with your church or your community center where you can adopt a family, I know that a lot of families are hurting this year because of COVID. So not just hunger related, but anything that you can do to spread joy I think is really helpful. And it doesn't, it doesn't have to be a lot. A little bit makes a big difference. Here, here. So with that, I think we're wrapping up our 2020 gift guide. <laughs> this may go down in history as our longest episode ever. Really? <laughs> Maybe. Great. It's Great. all about giving. I feel it's, proud about that. Yes. So with that, we will let you guys go. Make sure you're subscribed to our newsletter to get an exclusive recipe and our pick of the week every single week. Because you can keep the gifts going all year I long know, I with that. I was going to say, that's a great source yep. of Friday finds for gift ideas all year round. That's right. So subscribe at didn'tijustfeedyou.com or follow the link in our Instagram bio. 
Hey, speaking of Instagram, you can find us there and on Facebook as at Didn't I Just Feed You. Just keep in mind that the real Facebook fun is happening in our private listeners group. The answer to our favorite cocktail is whiskey. And don't add us about it. Of course, don't forget to subscribe to Didn't I Just Feed You wherever you get your podcast so you don't miss an episode. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Giamendo. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. I'm Stacy. And I'm Megan. Stay sane and well-fed. Until next week. Emmett, what's your favorite breakfast? Pancakes. With butter inside it until butter sparks out. Until it sparks. Until I eat it on the floor. Stay in. Hey, guys, before you go, a quick reminder that we've partnered with our friends at Clean Plates to share our most sanity-saving holiday cooking and eating tips. Check our show notes or Instagram bio to sign up for their newsletter and to get all of our hot takes along with tons of recipe inspiration. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.